On this week, along the Four Steps Road, we have some interesting discussion on uh, a little bit on one-handed chainsaw operation, and then an update on what's been happening with me over the past few weeks. So hang around. We're going to be uh, talking through those things on along the Forest Steps Road. Well, good morning, y'all. Tim Ard here, and uh, we're week 40 of 2023, and I don't know where this year has gone, but it's uh, it's taken off like crazy. But uh, about the past month, we've had uh, had quite a lot of a, a delay going on, and looks like it may run into a little bit longer. But uh, I just wanted to start off, first of all, we had a, a lot of response to a video short on Hinge and Notch that I produced a few weeks back. It's at almost a million one hundred thousand views on Instagram and a few thousand on on uh, YouTube but there's been some negative comments back and there's been uh, a lot more positive comments but uh, professionals who who think that you have to stay there with the tree to be able to get the results you want as far as steering goes and they just uh, I think haven't been exposed to directional felling they they more or less size up the tree and then try to uh, control it with the hinge to where they want it to go but in most cases it's it's going back to the notch because they are leaving somewhat of a hinge but it's interesting that uh, that people argue the point and uh, think they have to stay there with the tree until it hits the ground but statistically that's that's not a very good situation but there's several negative against the post stating that you have to stay with it and and uh, that it's part of being professional and I, I just don't think that's the part uh, that I want to be part of the profession if, if you have to stay there to risk your, risk your life. So just not understanding or knowing what the possibilities are with, uh, you know, planning out and, and putting a hinge on there and walking back to your escape route and watching it hit the ground to keep from getting knocked by a, by a struck by situation. Uh, I think uh, planning through that and getting back there is a lot more professional. But last week I, I posted one about one-handed use on top-handled saws, and there were several likes, but again, professionals from around the world commented that I was not correct, and manufacturers build the saw for one-handed use. I don't know. I I, I worked pretty closely with with Husqvarna and and Steel years ago, and and neither one of them in the United States anyway would would ever state that you wanted to you know plan and practice using that saw with one hand. And I understand there are situations that are are kind of tight to control in the tree, and sometimes in bucket situations. But in in most cases, as you as you look in my video, it, it's possible to maneuver your position and and be able to control that saw with two hands because risk factors are just too high when when we start to look at uh, one handed operation. 
And so check your owner's manual. And, and a lot of people don't read those, but what does it say about using one hand? Uh, back and forth conversations, people, since I've been in this thing for 41, 42 years, it's been back and forth that, uh, you know, People say that that's what it's designed for and all this kind of thing, but it's it's actually to even out the workload and and maintain better control on the saw with the the hands on with your hands on top together. But uh, people can can see the added risks. I don't know why they continue to think that um, you know one f- uh, from Ireland was very upset that I was totally wrong. I was a I was a scaremonger trying to uh, you know keep people from using one-handed saw that it was designed for. But that's that's not true. The statistics are are way against him. It's it's something to where it's just a matter of time. And in the USA, it's not an approved technique to use one hand, according to the ANSI and OSHA regulations that arborist as well as any professional chainsaw operator uh, should deal with and, and consider. But most of the time, people just don't know that and what's, what's taking place there. And then uh, it, was, it was kind of funny, uh, not funny, but it was kind of unique. Uh, he he posted uh, yesterday a, a photo of a hand cut with a, a silky handsaw, and I sent a message back and told him maybe that's another area for two-handed use. Uh, imagine if that was a chainsaw, holding a limb and cutting one hand with a handsaw or chainsaw is not good common sense, and I don't care how professional you think you are. So that's uh, kind of the thoughts there for for this morning in this uh, particular along the Forest Apps Road. And I want to take just a little break here, and then we'll, we're going to take a look at uh, what's happened to me over the past to give you a little update. Well, it's, it's been an interesting, uh, I guess, uh, almost a month. Or right out a month, uh, I I uh, was up in Massachusetts and ended up. The guys had to come up with the pickup truck and kind of pick me up. I had I had lost all power. Laura got me back home, and and that was a rough thing too. We ended up wrecking the RV, or I did, on the way back. It was just a, a lot of traffic and kind of bump, but it's about thirty thousand dollars worth of repairs to do. But um, we we weren't hurt and it didn't hurt the other the truck that I tapped into the back of it, but uh, messed up the RV pretty good. Well, we we ended up getting home and um, I had uh, uh, a doctor's appointment for that Saturday morning. Laura had had uh, made it for us while we were out on the road and my family doctor. We got back and uh, my blood count was down to about six which it should be somewhere between 9 and 12. And so my my heart was stressed, and uh, so also myself. It, uh, my my legs were swollen. My, my power just wasn't there. He immediately put us in the hospital, and, and he, uh, he had several specialists come to look and did a colonoscopy, and they found another blockage. About 15 years ago, I had uh, what they called stage 4 colon rectal cancer and had a tumor removed uh, down low on the colon. Well, this one was, was up in the uh, the turn uh, on the higher end of the colon, and, and more or less it had uh, grown 
into the a section of the small intestine also but a fabulous uh, surgeon that we have here in Rome he uh, he was able to take out the tumor and section both the colon and the and the small intestine and thinks that he got all that plus about 13 uh, uh, of the lymph nodes well it all tested positive again for for cancer and so it was um, something that uh, started a healing process from the from the actual surgery but uh, they also did a uh, some type of a, a, a heart uh, cath and and uh, didn't put a stent or anything like that because of the blood loss and the low blood counts but they uh, they said I have several blockages that need to be addressed probably with open heart surgery at some point once the colon surgery kind of heals up they also did biopsies on the spots on my face and an arm and said that it's turned into a, a skin cancer that needs to be treated with radiation. So that's uh, that's where we we stand at at this point. I'm I'm feeling pretty good and and we started a, a downsizing process. We've we have an offer on our our place here in Rome at the, what we call the E Nest, and uh, we're going to be downsizing to another house on the other side of town. And if all goes well, uh, that should happen uh, somewhere around November third all that getting moved but it's a process we've got so much collected stuff that we're packing up and going to sell and get moving and and uh, those kinds of things which that's that's a lot of work and laura has has worked hard at that and and i've helped out where i could but um the rv is also being repaired up in virginia and it should be ready in a couple weeks and we're going to have it uh, up for sale or we uh, also have a, a couple potential uh uh, instructors that we we may be utilizing because my my travel instruction for a while may be uh, kind of slowed down so and and probably uh, kind of retired. I'm going to be trying to work on some uh, training videos uh, for special clients and and chainsaw applications for municipalities in kind of uh, virtual virtual systems and so i've got all the equipment to do that so if you if you know of anybody that uh, would like a specialized program from a standpoint of uh, you know video uh, training for employees or or municipalities uh, please contact our office and 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 let us know because it's uh, it's going to be a while before I, I, if any time, be able to get back out with hands-on presentations in the field. But I've got a lot of video, and I, I have a lot of thoughts about putting together some some programs as far as video usage. So uh, we hope to be able to, to make those available shortly. But that's uh, that's kind of where we're at, and so we've got a few weeks here to, to get moved and and then after that, we'll we'll be um, kind of recontacting and everything along the Forest Apps Road to to see where we can fill in because it's uh, uh, I don't I don't want to completely retire, but we want to get something going. But we appreciate all the prayers and thoughts that have taken place here over the past thirty days, and they have mean a lot to us, meant a lot to us, and and so uh, we we appreciate those. But that's that's what it is. That's what's happening, and and uh, we hope to see you again along the Four Steps Road, and and it's just uh, going to be a little breather here for us. And so that's uh, that's the next step, kind of get recalculated here. 
Well, we wish you all good sawing, and we'll be talking to you next week on Along the Forest Staffs Road.